Some of these podcasts were recorded just prior to Toby Hooper's tragic passing on the 26th of August, 2017. So we have chosen to only discuss his death in our final wrap-up episode. Hello and welcome to the We Are Geeks Horror Channel and our Texas Chainsaw Massacre retrospective podcast where every Friday we'll be covering a new installment in the classic horror franchise. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and spoilers throughout. The We Are Geeks podcast series is published by WeAreTessellate.com and We Are Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Into right now, it's happening. Geeks. La, 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 la. Geeks. Geeks. Hello and welcome to the We Are Geeks Horror Channel, our third episode of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre retrospective. I'm your host throughout all of them, Al White, and joining me. That's where you say your name. Oh, uh, <laughs> Justin Macaroni and Allison Holland. Hey guys, how you doing? Hello. Here Good. we are, third Good. installment. Third trace. The We're into the 90s. Return of the Jedi. Into the 90s. <laughs> it is basically Return of the Jedi or uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so, directed by Jeff Burr, written by David J. Shao, acted by <laughs> K. Hodge, Ken Forey, R.A. Mihaloff, who played Leatherface in this one, William Butler, Viggo Mordensen, yeah. uh, Joe Unger, Tom Everett. Budget. I think last time we said it was what, four million. This time it's two million. Mm. Wow! Uh, but we've passed over to new distributors, new production house, New Line Cinema, uh, yeah. who yeah. the house that Freddie uh, helped establish. Yeah. Um, and they were getting towards the end there. They were doing. They just done Freddie's Dead, I believe, at this point. So yeah. for, Freddie was out on his way out, as far as they were concerned. Um, and they wanted something to continue their slasher icons. And yeah. Leatherface was an obvious property. Bought it up. Here we go. Rebooted it. This film grossed 5.7 million in the US huh. on a 2 million budget. The other one was 8. Yeah, 8 on like a 4. So this one had like 3 times back its money. It's a good, nice. good return. Yeah. Um, Alright, what do we have on some little facts for this one? Uh, interesting, we, we spotted there at the end, already had down on my notes. Kane Hodder was the stunt coordinator on this one. Yeah. And he also played Leatherface during some of the stunt work. I'm assuming the popping out of the water was... Yeah. For sure. And the trailer for this film as well, which we watched beforehand. We talked about at the end of last week's episode, the Excalibur trailer. The ridiculous yeah. has nothing to do with the film. Excalibur. It has, every, water. It has everything to do with it. <laughs> Mystical elements. And King I was Arthur. like, wow, this is a fantasy movie. I was like, is this going to be Army of Darkness? We've got Leatherface in King Arthur times. Dude, what? Oh um, my gosh. Million dollar <laughs> idea right there. Uh, yeah, for your uh, benefit, Allison, Kane Hodder um, is an iconic horror stunt guy who played Jason from Jason 6, 7, uh, 8, 9. Oh, she would 10. know this because she watches all the Jason... She listens to all of us. Yeah, yeah. she watched all the Jason retro on the 13th. Because you went on to iTunes and typed in We Are Geeks and yeah. listened to all the and Friday 13th. I heard 13th. about it. Just yeah. haven't watched them yet. Um, and he's, he's, he's in a bunch of other stuff as well, but that's what Hatchet and films like that, but he's known as the fan favorite Jason. Uh, unlike Leatherface, who keeps changing every single one. Yep. Once again, we have a different Leatherface. Um, so, I guess, you know, because each actor can't always fit the same leather face. 
You know, like a leather glove. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. They grow out of it. <laughs> Gotta get a new actor to fit in the face. So, um, yeah, I, d- I didn't ask you guys, I guess, at the end of the last one, because we were kind of exhausted <laughs> where you wanted the series to go next. So I don't have a good way of knowing if... if Just we're... not the same, that's for sure. Yeah. You want something different. Opposite. To yeah. be fair, we have like, so we have the first film, which was super serious, um, albeit satirical, but grimy. But the second one, which was this crazy fun house, uh, whether that worked for people or not. This one's definitely different. Yeah. Um, so we are getting a different take each time, which is one of the things I enjoy about these retrospectives. Like even the shitty films, at least it's like it's different each time. trying something different. It's yeah. interesting that the first two were both aimed to be comedies. Yeah. <laughs> this one's definitely not a comedy. No. We can say that for sure. This is the first but pure bled horror film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whether that makes it better or worse, we'll get into... All right, so it was the year 1990. Let's get a little bit of an idea for the landscape. Ali, can you tell us what movies... Is this hip-hop time? It is, right? It is hip-hop time for sure. Oh, you're doing like an Indian dance with your head there, Ali. That's how I danced to hip-hop. That's why I don't Mm -hmm. dance. You said it. (laughs) So, Ali, can you explain to us, please, the box office of 1990? I sure can. Uh, we're going to start at number 20, as always. Number 20. Edward Scissorhands. Mm. I fell in love with Renata Ryder in that movie. Really? Dude, yeah. Amazing. Very nice. Um. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> wow. I'm going to try and get a little personal fact about every film. Please okay. join in, Justin. Number 19, Misery. I don't need to watch it. I'm living it. It's one of the better <laughs> Stephen King movies. Okay. <laughs> Um, number 18, Flatliners. That's that movie that's coming back out. It's being re- yeah, remade. It's Ellen a piece Page. of shit. Yeah, it is my manager. Uh, it's one of her favorite films, the original Flatliners. Oh, that's oh, my manager like... is responsible for this. No, no, no. <laughs> She's going to go, well, I, yeah, the original Flatliners, I used to watch a lot when I was, when I was 11. Wow. Do you have some interesting... Explains much about my psyche. <laughs> you just wanted to be a doctor. No, I really did not. <laughs> Um, after Flatliners at number 17 is The Godfather Part 3. Whoa. The worst of the three films. Hey, wait, was Ryan Gosling in Flatliners? No, no, never mind. No, no, no. He was barely alive. Bacon, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Um, number 16 is Bird on a Wire. I, I have Bird seen Bird on a Wire. Like there you go. Bird. Here's your fun fact. <laughs> on a wire. Like I'm drunk in a midnight choir. <laughs> that was me doing a lot of kindness at times. <laughs> Um, 15, three men and a I little lady. I have tried <laughs> in my way to be free. People are already checking out. <laughs> Sorry. We've lost everyone already. Uh, what was number? 15, yep. three men and a little lady. Oh, wow. Bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom. Sure. Okay. I gave you three men and a baby, but not in a little lady. All right. <laughs> <laughs> number 14, another 48 hours. No, I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't have known. Action, it's got comedy really crime. Low, it has really Eddie Murphy in it. Ratings. Five point eight stars. Nothing. Um, Two point uh, twenty three on Metacritic. Yeah. <laughs> Number thirteen, Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. <laughs> One of the least good, best Tom Cruise movies from the eighties and nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Number twelve, Presumed Innocent. Okay. Okay. Is that your fact about that one? Yeah, I, okay. I know of it. I have seen it. I don't remember anything. Okay. About it. 
Um, Eleven, Back to the Future, Part Three. Oh, Lots of part three yeah. this year. those three movies. <laughs> Lots yeah. of Part Three. Or is it number mm-hmm. ten? Great movie, Kindergarten Cop. No, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> the best, worst Arnold Schwarzenegger movie of the eighties oh, and nineties. Idiot. <laughs> number nine, Dick Tracy. Oh, oh man, nice. Number eight, Die Hard Two. <laughs> These are just responses now. Dick Tracy was an early fucking yeah. comic book movie experiment that went wrong and right in so many ways. Madonna. Die Hard Two. I think Die Hard Two is actually an underrated movie. I think it's a great film. Rennie IMDb Harman. gives it seven point one stars. Good movie. Lots of snow. Number seven, Total Recall. Yeah, there you oh, go, Arnie. Awesome. Six, The Hunt for Red October. That was a great free movie boobs. at the time. Yeah. Free boobs and Total Recall. You don't know the free boobs, girl? Mm-mm. Oh, man. Three boobs. What else do you need to know? No, it's, I, yeah. it's like an alien. I couldn't figure out if you were saying free or three. No, three. No, no, boobs if are never free. It's, yeah. oh, you pay for them three, one way or like another. One, two, yeah. three. Yeah, three. three, okay, three. Like uno, dos, tres, cuatro. I still thought you were saying free. Humphrey <laughs> Red October. That was a big movie at that year. I remember it was it was huge. Number six. Uh, number five, Teenage Mutant Ninja yes. Turtles. Oh, thank you. I, re- I met the english producer of this once he was a lovely guy i was gonna say i met i met them all i've met all the turtles um have you gone back to this movie recently the original not in a while but we could do it well we should do a whole ninja podcast where we watch the teenage mutant ninja turtles three ninjas and surf ninjas that's too many movies man i mean i would totally do a turtles retrospective all right i'm down you do it let's do it that that first one's great yeah it, it really is Number four. <laughs> Ali's not in. <laughs> I am a fan of number four, Pretty Woman. Yes. Excellent movie. Yep. Just rewatched it very recently. Very good. Richard nice. Gere. Yep. A, a, who, back when Richard Gere was Richard Gere. Now yeah. he's Tom Clancy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who he is now. He, he's not around. <laughs> no, it's Tom Clancy, dude. Number three, Dances with Wolves. Yo, come on. When Kevin Costner was in the top fives. I love Dancing with Wolves. Yeah, but you'll love this next one. Did we see any costumes from this in South Dakota? What, Dancing At that weird restaurant? That I don't was know. all Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We went to when we were location scouting for Starfish, yep. South Dakota restaurant. And we're like, they have too <laughs> they many really posters like of Kevin, Kevin Costner. <laughs> and all of these costumes from his films, like every film. And then we it's said to weird. the lady, what's the deal with Kevin Costner in this place? Oh, he owns this building. <laughs> so <Why>? basically... <laughs> This was his warehouse, and he started a bar restaurant in his warehouse. Like I may as well make money off of my storage unit. It's fucking Dude. cool. Go there. It was yeah. in, what was the place? Deadwood. Yeah, Deadwood. Deadwood. Um, number two, Ghost. Ghost. Oh, Ghost. Another great one. Yeah. Uh, should have been Mr. Swayze. And number one, you were speaking of Colkin earlier, Home Alone. Home Macaulay. Alone? Really? Number one that year? Yep. Yeah. Wow. So that's the landscape that we're folding this. Kieran's in Home Alone, too. Or... As well, right? It's not just Macaulay Culkin. No, I don't think. I think he's too don't young. Don't yeah, I don't know if he was. No. I don't know. I think he was in the second one. Mm. Whatever you want, Alan. Oh, sure. Whatever you want. Okay. Whatever you want to believe. Um, Justin. Yes. Do you have some horror films that came out <clears> for us that year? Yeah, 1990. You're always doing the 90s accent. <laughs> Buried Alive. Yes. Child's Play Two. Yes. Flatliners. Yes, that's a movie. Gremlins Two: Colon the new batch that's also a movie i wanted to say it just to mess with it but it's <laughs> it the original yes i'm excited for the one coming out oh yeah next next week like two weeks is it next september week? something september okay. 9th or something like that. very soon misery 
You're living it. <laughs> Predator 2. Yeah, not very good. Psycho 4, colon, the beginning. Bad, bad. And this is one of my favorites, Tremors. Oh, fuck yeah. Great movie. <laughs> yeah. I would say... That's the 90s. I would say the best releases. horror movie released in 1990 was Tremors. <laughs> Misery was probably the, the best adult horror movie, but... I like Kremlins too, a little bit. Uh, Child's Play 2 we'll get to soon in our new retrospective Child's Play. Child's Play. Yeah, it was, it was a weird time. Beginning of the 90s were a weird time for horror. Um, they yeah. didn't know what they're doing. They'd lost it. The 80s had all been about slashes that kind of finished by 88, 89. And then they were just kind of treading water until 94, 95 when Scream our came out. Our next one is 94. Changed everything. 1994. <laughs> a few facts about the movie. So... <laughs> They went through every director possible with this movie. Uh, the director, Jeff Burr, strongly believes that, because he, he says everyone he talks to, they're like, oh, yeah, you did that Leatherface movie. Yeah, they offered that to me. Um, so he strongly <laughs> believes they went for about 50 people before he signed on, um, including Peter Jackson, because uh, he had just come off of his horror films. Um, he hadn't yet done Lord of the Rings, obviously. And Tom Savini, the makeup artist, he was asked to do it as well. Um, everybody turned it down because of the script. Um, and the script itself was toned down massively uh, by the producers. They made the trailer, um, as it might not surprise you, before they had gone into production or even had a director um, for the film. Um, and the film was then submitted 11 times to censorship and it was cut again and again and again and again and again and again. Um, even though it's not a gruesome film, I didn't find it. Yeah. It's not much yeah. blood, really. Uh, going on there the ranch where a lot of the filming was done is so close to Six Flags Magic Mountain in California oh, is that, that Jeff Burr says, swears that you can hear screams from the roller coasters in some <laughs> of the scenes <laughs> uh, yeah this, this is indeed I believe the first one truly faking Texas it's, it's pretty much all shot in California Texas, California you, know, um, you can't tell the difference nah. but I did look it up there are swamps in Texas so it oh, is cool. I figured like closer to maybe Louisiana yeah. Southern, Eastern. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. And I do have a note here. My notes. Yeah, this is the only Texas Chainsaw movie not to be shot in Texas. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood. Great. I guess that's why they make the California jokes. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. make a lot of California it's jokes. colorful boxers. Well, yeah, California. it's for some more protagonists. California. Out of state as well. So, yeah, I, I also have down here, because, I mean, it made a good return, but New Line bought the film in hopes it would be their new Nightmare on Elm Street, but apparently they dropped the option rights after this because it didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm guessing more critically and publicly, like, you can get away with one bad film um, and fake the results because people are waiting for a new Leatherface film, but yeah. people won't come back for another one if, if they don't like it. Um, but they did have, like, the opening of this movie, which we'll get to in a minute. When we go through it, blow by blow is a nod to the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that. Um, what else do we have? Do, 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 mean, do. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hmm? No, no, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. also did like this, uh, like, you know, the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Yeah, they've all had yeah. the rolling. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I mean like the literal shots at the end, but we'll get to it in a minute. Oh, okay. we're, we're about, there's not many notes on this one. Um... Other than, well, actually, no, I'll get to that one when we get to it. So, guys, how you feeling? Good. Do we want a basic yeah. synopsis for this little dude before we get into it? We have zero returning actors. Yep. There is, um, well, other than the family, there's actually one reoccurring character, but it's kind of like a little Leatherface? Easter egg. 
No, there's an Easter egg outside of the family of a returning character. Mm. Um, but other than that, this is, just feels very much detached, doesn't it? I mean, we do have, and we'll, I guess, yeah, well, fuck it, let's just get to it when we get to it. Um, but we have a couple, we have a few things which seem to tie it into other ones, which I want to discuss with you guys to figure out what's going on in this movie, because yeah. it definitely feels like it stands apart from everything else, um, while sort of trying to tie in in some places. Mm. Yeah. So. We get an opening scroll which basically tries to rewrite the history while acknowledging the history. Yep. So it ignores two completely because at the end of two, Leatherface dies. He gets chainsawed yeah. through the stomach and then the grenade goes off. Yeah. So they have For to sure. get rid of that film. Yeah. So number two didn't happen. Uh, we have number one they acknowledge for sure because they talk about it in the opening scroll. And then they say Sally died in private healthcare facility in 1977. And then they go in something really weird which still doesn't make sense to me. Because they say W.E. Sawyer was the person who was then arrested um, as the only uh, person who lived from who the event to see, who then saw trial. He died in the gas chamber in 1981 and they concluded that Leatherface was an alternate personality of W.E. Sawyer and not actually a separate person. But then at the end of that troll they say, but if he was a separate person, he could still They're be at large. still around. Yeah. So who was this W.E. Sawyer? Was that meant to be the that father? The dad? I think so. I figured it was the dad because the brother, the hitchhiker dies. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. So but then it's the Leatherface. Father, but grandpa and the would father. still be. So like, did Leatherface? Are they trying to say Leatherface ran away with the grandpa? No one else could be there, could they? Because that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's that'd be it. So in their retroactive, I think they're just making like a different timeline where, I guess, the rest of the family escaped and he didn't, and the grandma was like fine she's fine <laughs> yeah well grandma yeah grandma just appears in this one but it's, that's what i mean it's weird it's like either just wipe the slate clean yeah. or follow on it's weird they yeah. sort of follow on but then they don't yeah. and they kind of just shuffle it a little bit it's yeah. strange um yeah so then we get this opening uh but yeah basically it's oh, all right let's go for the brief synopsis it's about a couple from california they don't seem to be getting along um they're riding through texas in inverted commas um in the desert they come across a gas station when they're running out of gas they meet a little dude called tex who seems like a friendly guy played by Viggo Mortensen. my name is tex he helps him out with the peeping tom gas attendant uh he also advises them on a shortcut to take then the gas attendant goes crazy starts shooting everybody they drive off leave tex think that he's died in the in the shooting uh, and take his shortcut they then go down a black road when night falls. They don't know where they're going. They're getting spooked. A car then starts chasing them that's been taken, like, come from the gas station. We don't know who it is who's driving it yet. Uh, they end up getting run off the road, essentially, busting a tire. Uh, they have to, like, mend the tire. Then Leatherface attacks them. We get our first proper Leatherface attack. Uh, they then escape. They end up in some woods with a crash with another car with a dude called <laughs> Benny because Viggo Mortensen sort of comes out of nowhere sort of bleeding yeah. then he disappears again and then we have a long 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 portion of the film through some dark woods yeah. <laughs> where everyone's running around uh, Leatherface is there dude from the gas station turns up at one point some other guy turns up and pretends to be friendly but he's not either and then Viggo Mortensen turns up later again at the, the house girl. that they find yeah. Uh, there's a little there's a girl, girl. Yeah. there's a mother regular stuff in use. people die um, Benny and the final girl uh, get away as a twofer in yep. this one yep. um, leaving almost it. everybody dead other than uh, what's his name I forgot his name now let me get it up Tinker Tinker um, and the mother oh no sorry the little girl yeah yeah 
We don't confirm the that her mother dies, shot. but it looks I mean, like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she gets shot straight in the It looks like somewhere in the chest. Yeah, chest wound. Yeah. Dead. Let's presume that she's dead. She's old. Man, she ain't gonna be pulling through. <laughs> she's not gonna make it, man. I hate to break <laughs> it to you. <laughs> to break your heart. She's not gonna make it. That's basically it. Um again, not much really happens. Yeah. In this movie, about the same that happens in this movie as in a regular 90s direct-to-DVD horror movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just as few locations as humanly possible uh, so we can stretch this budget. Two million is not a lot in the 90s to make a movie with, um, so it's not surprising that they kind of had to take some shortcuts here. Um, but yeah, this film... Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll get that story, story later. But Jeff Bird, the director, he tried to take his name off the film and they wouldn't let him. And really? it was the last time he heard from the producers was him shouting down the phone to them of like, oh, take my fucking name off of this movie. And they wouldn't do it. Because <laughs> uh, they really, yeah, fucked with this one. Like all the movies, they've all had troubles in different ways with the production yeah. houses. Uh, this one, potentially more than ever, they had real troubles. So, we start off with our opening troll. Yeah. Um, and then we get the opening sequence we get credit titles and we get this sort of montage of him building his mask and this is what I'm talking about this is the throwback to the original yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street of Freddy making his glove um, yeah. a new line did that on purpose it's a nod to their own franchise to kind of say like this is going to be our new villain that you're going to love and you know you've already loved him in the first one you were confused by him in the second one <laughs> yeah. we're going to turn him into what you need which is a slasher icon which is what he's never been that's the thing like Leatherface is always up there with Freddy Jason, Michael Myers, Chucky, whoever you want. Um, but he's never been a slasher icon. Like, he's not, like, so far in the films, do you agree? He's not, like, someone... Yeah, it's not really one where you're like, yeah, get him, boy! Yeah, yeah, it's not the same way you get behind Jason or Freddy or yeah. something. Like, I mean, it's just like, oh, Freddy you guys could die from this iconic, like, murderer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what they're trying to do here. That's definitely their intention. Um, and the way they set up the opening troll to me made me think, I couldn't remember anything about this movie, and I still couldn't after watching yeah. it. Um it seemed from the opening trolls like they were trying to set up as oh Leatherface is the only one left like and that's what I thought we were going to see for a while was oh Leather- it's yeah. just going to be Leatherface but no family dynamic bigger family yeah, yes. like, holy crap at one point I was like how many people are there and yeah. I couldn't I was confused by the second brunette because I was like was that a contact lens in one of his eyes that he would just like the, the hot one who's blind people. in one eye yeah because yeah. one is blind in one yeah. eye but then I didn't realize he was the guy who was outside throwing the bodies in the water. Yeah, it's yeah. confusing. I was very confused. It is confusing. Yeah. Um, yes, so uh, we then cut. So, yeah, sorry, we have Leatherface building his mask, and then there's a girl who's watching him. Um, and then Leatherface sees her and seems to chase her outside, and we end that opening. Mm-hmm. He looks very lean and thin in this opening to the point where I don't yeah. think it's the same guy who played him in the yeah, rest of the movie. Yeah, it did, definitely didn't. It, yeah, I'd like someone was like, that's a leather face. He looks I was tiny. like, damn. He, he looks like the English leather face. <laughs> I was just like, he is, he's, he's been working out. <laughs> Explains why, you know, he has uh, that offspring. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to the offspring. <laughs> um, so then we cut to a car driving through the desert um, with the most regular characters from a horror slasher horror film that the yeah. series has had so far. Uh, we got a boy and a girl, both from California. Neither of them that likable. No, nope. yeah, particularly really him. Yep. Uh, they don't seem to be getting along with each other. Um, and on the radio, there's this whole thing about a mass grave that's been found of bodies. That turns out there might be like forty in one of the mass graves, and it might be others. Um, 
And then, yeah, they, they get into this huge traffic jam because it happened to be driving through that bit of the road that the radio is talking about. So they're kind of right next to it. You see all the people in the hazmat suits? Yeah, yeah. kind of. I guess that's correct. Probably. Um, and they're taking photos. And you do get like this throwback to the original. They throw in the noise once, you know, the... When they take like the photo and the flash goes off and he's oh, done yeah. the flash, you see like a bit more of the corpses. I kind of like that. Yeah. So yeah. Like little worms. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mealworms that are somehow in the ground. <laughs> you know, you're not involved with the worm type. <laughs> no, no, I'm just like, those. The, they don't eat like flesh and stuff. They eat like oats. Well, maybe, mealworms. maybe they're oaty corpses. Maybe. Organic. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of <laughs> liked... I'm kind of, I don't know, like at the beginning of this movie, I was kind of like, oh, this is something different. That's cool. Yeah. I was like kind of tired of, well, not the formula because the first two were very different. Yeah. But I wanted something a little less ugly, a little different. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm going to bore with this. It's more 90s. It's more slashery film. Um, I wasn't sure about both of them to begin with, but I thought, okay, they're going to become likable, surely. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, <laughs> but I kind of like this idea of them in the desert and then driving past this thing that's happening on the newsreel and then they buy it. And then you have this correlation between like a news anchor talking, but then they're listening to it in a car and he's only a few feet away from them. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Connecting them to the real event and stuff. Um, yeah. And it was one of those beginnings like, on paper. I'm like, this is kind of cool. I can see on paper, this seems like a nice idea. Yeah. Kind of cool setup. Um, dipping them straight in it. But yeah, I'm just not like, he just seemed like a dick. He was a super dick. At first, <laughs> super <it's>, dick. <laughs> at first I was kind of on his side, not for very long. But right. just for the small bit where he was like, well, you're going off to Boston or yeah. wherever she was going. And she was like, I just need to be by myself. Yeah. And then he exploded. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, you're a dick also. <laughs> yeah. I don't like either he, of you. He like went off. He was just like, oh. He would just blow up out of nowhere. And yeah. I couldn't. And he was I, just. Maybe yeah, it was his lines. Maybe it was just he's a bad actor and yeah. should have he's had a awful. gradual. Yeah. He's an awful actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of people in this are bad actors. I think it was a combination yeah. Okay, watch some stuff going, this seems really not working for me. What, what is it? And then you're like, oh, well, so much of it's just yeah. the acting, to be yeah. honest. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we have Michael Seamus Wiles, which I got excited about for a second, who's the checkpoint officer, who <laughs> comes yeah. over to them <laughs> and says, just get the fuck, basically, like, just go. Just don't stop for anything. Don't stop get for nothing out. or nobody. <laughs> yeah. He's a deadly serious. He's the dude. Like he's a nosy little fuck. Just shut up and drive. <laughs> yeah. His face, like, he's just always terrifying. He's in Fight Club, Breaking Bad, yeah. Lost Highway, Sons of Anarchy. Dude. And he's just got this little tiny bit part here, which is funny. He's a badass. Um, and then they drive through the Last Chance gas station, of course, and <laughs> crash into an armadillo, which is also a yeah, throwback to the original film. Um, and stop for it. What is the deal with this? The armadillo definitely has that weird little earring thing, which we'll come back to again later hanging from it you noticed it Justin. yeah, the little yeah. And, and the coyote yeah oh. the coyote does that later but that one makes sense the armadillo i think it's just like a stupid little thing because like if they if they come from like cattle farm or something they mark all the things that are theirs can we google it see if anybody's talked about the jewelry on the <laughs> armadillo on the roadkill in leatherface texas 3 and yeah. you got to make sure you put and, in texas 3 because leatherface and, is also the name of the new movie and the bro- yeah the brother as well had the earring I yeah. was like, what the f- So I was like, they're clearly trying, because at first I thought, is this a mistake? Did they leave on the tags they needed from the props or something? Yeah, that's what I thought too. There's roadkill all over Texas. There's roadkill. Yeah, the grass is in the armadillo. She's, uh, she tries to take over because like uh, her boyfriend, what's his name, Ryan? 
it's like i'll go kill it and then michelle's like no i'll go kill it and she goes to do it okay it's kind of cool it's kind of progressive 1990s you didn't get like women always obviously the leads in horror films but taking control right from the start was cool and then she can't do it (laughs) and backs away so they just leave it don't they or does he actually no he smashes it he does smash it doesn't he? he's like yes i win this battle um then we cut to eddie sawyer is his real name we all know him as tex for a lot of the movie who was played by Viggo Mortensen. Dude. Dope. Looking pretty cool. Dude, he was cool, man. <laughs> He's a handsome boy. Yeah, he, they were just like, what's, what's most here? Sexy yet deadly. <laughs> That's what they were going with. So he's getting dropped off at the Last Chance gas station as well, just as our couple drive in. Which, who dropped him off? Yeah. Who it's got to be a family. It's That's probably true. a family person. Yeah. If we went back and watched it, he's like a setup. Yeah. Probably dropped off the armadillo first as well. And then... Yeah. Dropped him off, I guess. I don't know. Bought some um, time. Ryan goes to the restroom um, and Michelle waits and then the gas attendant comes over and scares her. He echoes the first film, taking a photo of her and then tries to sell it to her, which she refuses. Yeah. And he's tried to sell it for more inflation, it's, dude. It's a, it's a big no-no with his family. Don't turn down the photo, photo opportunities. <laughs> they get pissed. And you're like, all right, here's five bucks, man. Thanks. It's really good. And then he says the line, I'm going to service you real good. Fill you up. <laughs> it's like, wow, dude. Yeah. Um, but then Tex, Tex comes on the scene, arrives, helps her out, and then begins to chat her up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we get immediate friction, which is kind of fun. It's the only bit of, well, intentional maybe comedy in the film when her boyfriend comes out and she's like talking to Tex and they're obviously flirting with each other right in front of him and her boyfriend's just like putting his arm around yeah. her. It's like, yeah, who are you, bro? Who's her, bro? I I'm love a, it. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Um, but Ryan, when he comes back from the restroom, notices like lizards hanging in the windows at the gas station. So I went into this film, not remembering much, but I remembered that Vigor Watson was definitely part of the family. Did you guys think he was when you watched this film? or were you Not at of- first. And then when he was like, get out of here. I'll hold him up. I'm like, dude, this is no. <laughs> this is no? This is, you're not. Because... Normally, you just like, go, 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 whatever. Like, everyone would jump in the car and get away. Or he would have punched him or something. And, mm-hmm. and then when he didn't, and he was, just got shot at him, like... Hmm. He was suspicious from that moment. Yeah, I was like... Hmm. And then when he popped up, going... Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Allie? Yeah, I was kind of on the same page. I was assuming he... I mean, the boyfriend was like, no, you can't come with us. But, like, in that type of stress, you would absolutely jump in the car and let him jump in the yeah, car with you. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, something's up. Something he's not all fishy. of a sudden a hero to these two strangers that one of them was just a dick to him yeah. <laughs> hey, he's captain handsome always yeah. handsome people are always the best people <laughs> yeah in my um, experience what i got from this <laughs> movie was don't trust <laughs> handsome people yeah they can't be trusted uh, they I get agree. everything for free and everyone gives them whatever they want. Don't trust <laughs> handsome people. If there's anything you take away from our Texas Chainsaw yeah. retrospective podcast, don't trust pretty people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, uh, Tex asks for a lift, uh, but Ryan says, "Hey, we're in a hurry." And Michelle says, "We can talk about it." Yep. <laughs> in a completely inappropriate way that would not happen around yeah. your boyfriend. Um, but then goes to the bathroom, so they don't talk about it. Um, and then gas ascendant has a little peephole under a picture of Virgin Mary, I think. That he <laughs> up. I yeah. didn't notice that. Um, and spies on Michelle in the bathroom, which I was just like, if you're going to put a peephole in. Yeah. Because he looks through it and all he can see is maybe the top of her head. Yeah. It's like, you don't, you can see that anytime. <laughs> Why would you, if you're a bad peeping Tom? 
<laughs> he'd really, it's really a bad peeping Tom. He's just not thinking things through. Um, so really an ineffectual creepy man. Um, but yeah, there's cut out pictures of naked women all over the rules and the toilet. Um, and again, you know, the same stereotypical vibe. But it's interesting because we're getting the same. I think they're playing with the fact we're getting the stereotypical vibe from, yes, the gas station attendant. Because he's, oh, he's got a weird eye and mm-hmm. he's looking through peepholes. And yeah, there's nude pictures on the wall and there's hanging lizards and stuff like that. But then you get Vigo come along and he's not at all how we've had the family looking or seeming before. Yeah. They've always been way over the top immediately. Oh, they're clearly bad people. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're definitely trying to play with our expectations of this and make you think, okay, the gas attendant is it and Vigo is the good guy. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah for sure what they want us to think um so texan shows ryan a shortcut down a back road now that for me is the moment where you're like hang on yeah that anybody was, that who tells little... you've gone a shortcut yeah you're a bad dude clearly that was, it, that was my first like red flag but then i'm like you know maybe i want to give him the benefit of a doubt well but he also boy. was like i'm just saying you shouldn't be driving down roads you don't know yes yeah thank so I'm you like, well yeah that means take the road if he's in the car with you don't Thank choose you. to take it when it's not even on your map. It made yeah. no sense. So Ryan says, yeah, but the main road is a straight shot to where we're going. And then Tex says, yeah, but the difference is you shouldn't go messing with back roads you don't know about. It's like, yeah. So the main, main road, road is a yeah. straight yeah. shot So to I where know we're about going. this one. It's yeah. on my map. See, I got confused at that. I thought it was like the main road, which was an old road. And this, right. there was this newer road that, you know was built or something right okay like a route 66 they were definitely the on the main like big main, main yeah yeah sure like that sentence made yeah. no sense and i was like this guy just sounds semi-sketchy yeah still like, yeah, but like, you should you know why, why are you really pushing for them and then he's like well i know you want to ride i'm like mm, no he doesn't want just to ride <laughs> probably wants to wear your face <laughs> or your col- colorful undergarments he wants to make you wear your boyfriend's face that's what yeah. they're into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Tex stops the Peking Tom and the Peking Tom gets all irate comes out with a shotgun I guess is putting on a show he fires at the car but doesn't kill them because yeah. that would be too easy so here's the thing you got he also two... had a lot of time to shoot before they actually left well yeah you have the two you have to ask really what is the family after because it seems in this one and in the other ones that the smarter people are just about getting food and in this one they all seem really more just about this is just what they do yeah. they get the food they don't seem to have a business here I don't think what do they? Mm-hmm. That no, there's no business. They just eat. Just how they survive. Yeah. So, if they're just about getting victims to get the food, it doesn't make sense that when there's two of them in one spot and there's the two victims in one spot, that they purposely orchestrate and act out a whole ordeal to let them get away yeah. when they could just take them right there. Like, they have shotgun, they have the upper hand, like, they can easily take them both just right there. I think it's maybe the thrill of the hunt. You think, so you think they do get the thrill of the hunt? It's like a game. Yeah. Okay. Because they created all these like contraptions to, you know. Uh, yeah. And I guess they are throwing a lot of body parts into the swamp. Yeah. So if they're not. Excess meat. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like things you can't eat. It was like a crappy arm. Like this part of your arm. Elbow to wrist. Right, there's right, not right, that right. much meat. Yeah. Um, so why so since let's just get into all the shit right now since there's a swamp right by the house where they're dumping all of the excess meat which is coming from somewhere else because the guy at the gas station was the one bringing it yep so where are they where are these bodies i think i think to begin with i think he had the leftover garbage or whatever and i think it was what's his name's bag texas bag because he has a bag when he first comes and then after 
the whole scene plays out and you're like, well, that was that bad. Because they don't talk about cannibalism in this once. Not yeah. once is there anything that insinuates that they're cannibals if we didn't know already that they used to be cannibals. Yeah. And there's nothing that shows like a barbecue thing at well, the gas yeah, station. Because they, they put blood into the grandfather's mouth and then they like hang him up and he's like, we're going to like, we got some dark meat. Like they, yeah, yeah they like talk lot, about, I guess, yeah, like yeah, eating guess. people. Yeah. And she was eating. You see her eating out of yeah. a jar. You don't really know yeah, what it is, it is, but it's all like red. Just insinuated. Mush. But, um, yeah, because Vigo gets out of the red car and he has a bag, like a green double bag or whatever. It's like a big bag still. And then he goes inside the gas station and then he comes back out. He doesn't have his bag anymore. Okay. And he just never has a bag from there on out. Yeah. Okay. So why did they have this mass grave that the police have found if they have a swamp right by the house where they could dump the bodies easy and they are dumping the bodies easily? Maybe they, no, I don't, or, maybe they used to dump it somewhere else away from the house. Why would you... Yeah, okay. Maybe they, they, they give some like, stuff well, we'll to... Uh, this one now. Maybe they give some stuff to... What's his name? The other dude. At the gas station. Like right. He brings the bags. Like, here you go. You Alfredo. Whatever you don't want, just toss it. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah, Alfredo. <laughs> he is a pasta sauce. <laughs> um, anyway, whatever. Um, so, yeah. They do get away. They think they see Tex get shot in the rearview mirror. They decide to take his back road... Because that seems like the smart thing to do in an emergency situation. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. yeah, and then we basically come back to the gas station and we see a truck starting up with the skin strapped to the front bonnet. Not at all inconspicuous. Yeah, right. <laughs> no cops it would ever be wait a second. What's that? Yeah, you're um, in Texas. And then the gas attendant comes out shooting in the sky. You turned to me immediately, Jess, and was like, oh, Vigo's like the bad guy. Um, and he's not actually the dude in the car though, there, is no, he? No, he's not. So, um, oh, but that was enough for you to meet. Oh, there's two people. Also, I think that truck is hidden for the most part because they, when the sun was going down, then they whipped it out, whipped out the truck. Yep. And it didn't have its lights on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, completely. But I think it's stupid of them to have had the gas attendant then come out and chew his gun. If you just have the truck coming out, you presume it's the gas attendant. Yeah. Like if you're trying to go with that, no, Vigo, we want people to think Vigo's a good guy. And to keep yeah. playing that as long as you can. Yeah. Why would you have him come out and shoot his gun? Because you're like, oh, there's two people. Well, he's shooting, so it's got to be the other dude. Yeah, and you're like, it's probably Vigo now. Yeah, stupid. Um, but yeah, it's now nighttime. They're still driving down the back road. They're freaking out. And then the truck's following them, like you said, with his lights off. <laughs> and then it turns the light on. And then Ryan has that great line. It's coming from behind us. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's like the best line ever written. I, I, was, I was so confused. I was, like, I was like, where is this car coming from? There's <laughs> only second. two options. There's two options. And only one of them would it not <laughs> pass straight by us. in front of me. <laughs> oh, he probably had vertigo or some shit. <laughs> He's fucking dreadful, this kid. Um, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Medical student. I couldn't find him. Haven't been in anything else though. It's worthwhile, but he has been directing stuff. He directed some bad, like horror movie, Gingerbread. Uh, was it the Gingerbread Man? Holy like, shit! Those killer films. He directed like three and four of that and stuff like that. Hmm. Oh. Um, yeah. But then they get a coyote. Like the truck passed by them. Chucks a coyote. It's a coyote, isn't it? Yeah. Into their windshield. Uh, they crash. Bust up their tire. Uh, I just have written down here. Ryan is terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I need the light. And it's like, dude, you just have to feel it out, man. It's really there's sides to it. It only fits one way. Like here, for a medical student, you probably are failing out of college at this point. Most of these sites are just mentioning the armadillo having the earring as trivia. No one's really confused about why 
if that was used to draw them in. Yeah, because the armadillo has an earring. The coyote has an earring. Because they didn't pull over because of the armadillo. No. Yeah. No. They, they hit pulled it. over because they needed So what gas. that insinuates <laughs> is that one of the Zoe family are hiding in a bush and throwing the armadillo, the armadillo out yeah. in front of their car. Maybe it's Vigo because, you know, they kind yeah. of showed up and he's like, ah, oh, they didn't get him. All right. <laughs> they, they didn't crash horribly. Let's try again. Let's throw a coyote. That yeah, didn't kill maybe. him. Yeah, maybe. but there's no car. If a car had gone by them first and then the armadillo, but I don't think a car goes by them. No, it's just them. Yeah, the coyote has the same earring. Uh, they change the, the tire and then they hear something nearby. And oh, then, that's sorry, maybe that's maybe that's the indicator to show you like, oh, there's the person who's trying to get them with all the animal stuff because you see his earring when yeah. he's sitting there. So maybe you're so, like, oh shit. Yeah, so maybe yeah, that but was just like a practically how does he put the armadillo? Does he just put the armadillo there and he says, wait, and then cool. he goes away? It's a treat on the other it. side. <laughs> does he chain the armadillo to the road? Like, how is it still there? Yeah, armadillo. Because there's no one around. It's the yeah. desert. Um, but then Leatherface appears. Um, and we have he has a supported leg so this is one of the things I want to talk about he's clearly hurt his leg mm-hmm. so this is following on from the first one then. do yeah. you think this is from when he cut himself at I, the end of the first I, film I think loosely yes okay or it's because you know it's after like all this like a full brace though after all those years of like running by the ankle yeah but how else are they going to show it? a bandage is still there after t- well, yeah, 25 years or something I mean maybe it he... just kind of like cut the top of his thigh right yeah I, maybe mm-hmm. also yeah. uh you know, just kind of, it didn't heal properly, so he just like kind of blew his leg out. Yeah, so he probably didn't go to a hospital. So yeah, because that's, that's that fair. muscle is, is by your kneecap. Yeah, and it goes all the way there. So if you tore it, you know, and you don't take care of it, and you keep yeah. running, and he probably Bo-ba-ba. had infection or dancing. Yeah, Bubba. Yeah, should dance on that injured leg. Mm-mm. Yeah, he needed that support for his dancing. <laughs> but that's that was one of the things that confused me. Yeah, he had this support leg. I was like, is that, is that it's like Forrest it? Gump? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, a lot of running then he comes out and attacks them <laughs> he looks different here for sure he's yeah. got like this emo metal hair like hanging down yeah and he's kind of yeah his mask is much more kind of trying to be menacing i think which i mean uh, i mean definitely will be something we get into at the end of the series is which is our favorite iteration of letterface as an actor yeah. but also which masks that we like they're all subtly different some are more radically as we'll see later um Dude, was he scary for you in this film? No. I didn't think... <laughs> nah. I thought he was the least scary of the group. Yeah. Right. He was just... I thought the scariest bit was that, like, they were... The family was, like, having coherent conversation with each other and with the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was the weirdest part, is you're like, you're a normal person. Why are you choosing to be like yeah, exactly. this? Yeah, it's a very different type. Whereas other yeah. you're just like, all right, we know your, your deal, man. You just love to cut shit up. Yeah. I found him for me. He's like the middle here. Like I found him more scary than the second one because the second one was just so goofy. Yeah. Um, but the first one, he didn't have the wildness of the first one. But yeah. he seemed like he was trying really hard. It really felt like New Line trying to push him as he's evil. Like yeah. look at him, black hair, you know, more scowly face and stuff like that. Yeah, really chapped lips. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it Crazy seems like tooth. you didn't get any moment with him introspective, which we did with the first two. Well, it you is. See, he really likes food. He does when like he's his playing food. his game, yeah. but that's all he is in this. He's just like, food. yeah, just kill business food. kill. He um, loves chainsaws off the chain. Oh yeah, he got a, a swaggy Gold. new chainsaw. Yeah. He's like, we'll, ah! up. we'll get to the swaggy. <laughs> Yay! Um, so yeah, they manage to uh, well, they reverse into him, and then they go into drive, and he tears off the trunk of their car, which is pretty cool. Um, which nice. is crazy because like. <laughs> 
He ripped it out because he didn't like <laughs> saw off the hinges. He just saw in into the back of the trunk. Yes. Yeah. He literally rips it off. It I'm like, holy shit. That's he's some got shit right there. Yeah. But that's my problem is they are, that's like a mission statement of oh. this Leatherface is going to fuck shit up. Like this Leatherface is like Jason and he will take you down no matter what. He's a, like a force he's, of nature. Yeah, a force yeah. to be reckoned with. And then he's not later on. He's really not. <laughs> he's a huge letdown. <laughs> um, but at this point he is. Like he rips that trunk off and I'm liking it. Because I'm like, all right, this is a completely different Leatherface. I'm not going to be sympathetic towards this Leatherface. I don't think at this point. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be a cool villain. I was like, I'm, I'm on board with that. Uh, Ryan, Ryan then shouts at her once they've got away from him because he wants to stop so he can tighten his lug nuts. <laughs> I need to tighten my nuts. Like, man, you've had one fucking job. How did you mess that up? All you had to do was just tighten them. Like, oh, sorry, I was so weak. I couldn't tighten them. But you, but you get like, you get a cool little sort of fake thing here because he convinces her finally and it's like, all right, I'll pull over. And then Tex only walks out. And then we've had this intercut um, shots of Benny played by Ken Foree. Um, and he's driving the opposite direction. And there's this crash basically between the two cars because Tex kind of stumbles between them. It's a bit confusing. They roll yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't really realize that they were that close to each other. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were just I thought it was like, they're going to pass each other soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ken Foree, he's a great, he's a real horror stalwart. Um, he's known for Dawn of the Dead, the original George Romero. Um, and he's one of, well, if not the lead in that film. He's also in Devil's Rejects, the Rob Zombie sequel to House of Thousand Corpses. Um, he's, he's a great actor. He's Rob a lot Zombie of fun. just was like, I love Texas Chainsaw. I'm going to just use a lot of it. Yeah, like, no, it really was. Really, really was. It's like yeah. He just wanted to make his own Texas Chainsaw film. Yeah, he's like, I can do this better-ish. Yeah. And he can. Yeah. Maybe in a year's time, when we have time, we can come <laughs> to those two films and wrap uh, them into this. Yeah. Uh, Michelle is unconscious and Benny helps get her out. So Benny's like, turns out to be the survivalist who on weekends travels to this part of the desert to hang out with yeah, his buddies weird. to prepare for, I presume he's talking about Y2K because he says like the end time or whatever. Right? Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, Y2K for anybody who doesn't know was when everyone thought everything was going to end in the year 2000 yeah. at midnight. <laughs> when so you- dumb. <laughs> So it was a real dumb. thing. People freaked out. Yeah, they're like, oh no, the clocks don't know. So they're going to go back to zero, zero. It's like, they no, won't be no. able to handle the reset. Like, it's Which just going to. Everything will blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to nuclear, nuclear bunkers. I was everything. like, I hope, I hope it does. Then we all get like great. <laughs> and we can have sensible people credit. who don't yeah. think this shit's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start over. Um, but yeah, Credit's he cut, scores he's... back to new. <laughs> Uh, Ryan is trying to convince Benny that they're being hunted down, but he doesn't believe her. But then Michelle wakes up and says the same story. Um, and then Benny sees the marks on the car and does believe them. He gives them both pills for the pain. And I wonder why they're doing that. Because they show him, give him like, very, you have to, to take this. To show them getting tired. Yeah. yeah. Take this. And then he says, oh, it might make you sleepy. Yeah. Asshole. They, After everything that's happened, they're like, you're a stranger. Sure. I'll yeah. take this pill from you. And why would you give, if it's going to, it doesn't make them sleepy. It knocks them out. Yeah. Why would you give anybody pills that would for knock like you out? For like three or four minutes. And then they wake up. They're like, whoa, how long have we been asleep for? Yeah. Really not that long, and I felt actually. Like, I felt like this was like, this, actually, I need to check out the screenwriter. Because I feel like it was the screenwriter who used to write for New Line doing Nightmare on Elm Street films. It's like, well, we need something to send people to sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seemed like a protracted, <laughs> completely just yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street method. Uh, this guy is David J. Shao. He wrote, what did he write? Oh, he wrote one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remakes, the beginning, The Hills Run Red, which is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sort of ripoff. Oh, he wrote The Crow. 
And Critters 3 and 4. Oh, and he wrote an episode of Freddy's Nightmares. Um, and a short film called Jason vs. Leatherface. Hmm. Um, right, so, yes. What's going on? But Jason would win that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. No he contest. Just, he would just catch the blade, chainsaw blade with his hand be like, not doing anything. Break it. And just punch... What's his hand's head off? Leatherface's head right off. And you can uh, Mortal Kombat X. Or I think rip his face off. You've got Jason and Leatherface in Mortal Kombat X, so we can just make that happen. That's crazy. We should. <laughs> For continuity. Yeah. Um, Benny then goes to get bits from his car um, and find Tex. Um, there are flares, though, now on the road. We get some like red lighting. I was like, oh, that's nice. Something different. <laughs> oh, he doesn't find text on the road. Uh, no, but as he says, he says, I'll go find your friend. Oh, yeah. Sorry, if he thinks, thinks it's their friend. Yeah. Um, and then he, but instead he comes across a new character, Tinker Sawyer, played by Joe Unger, who was in Escape from New York, Total Recall, A Nightmare on Elm Street 1, The Bodyguard. Yeah. This guy, this guy was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Benny notices a chainsaw, though, in the back of his car. So he says to the guy, yeah, I'll come with you. I'm just going to go over to my truck and get something first. And then in the most stupid scene, I think, in the entire film, spends, like, five minutes. And he's a survivalist who's carrying this fucking, like, Uzi around with him. That's M16. Okay. And he's trying to, like, put it together and put bullets into it. And he can't... I don't even know what's happening. He, he, it's ridiculous. So, sometimes when you go hunting or whatever, you don't put the bullets in the, the magazine. Because then if, you know, something happens, like, put the magazine in, you could get killed I understand so, but if you're so a survivalist was, you could load your fucking gun quicker yeah, than he did yeah he definitely could have also uh, he could have loaded some and if he saw the car coming he could just like grab his clip and his gun and the can and walk a little up the hill because the yeah. guy was going directly towards the car no it's ridiculous like yeah. if you look at how many times the can back they like keep cutting back or and forth or stuff it in your pocket stuff all the bullets or in your pocket or just put two yeah. bullets in like you don't need to load the entire fucking mag it's just yeah. it's stupid um, yeah. And then Tinker drives straight into him because he thinks he's dodgy, and Benny dies out of the way and rolls down a hill forever, <laughs> and then just gets up and it's fine. Um, and then immediately a chainsaw starts up because of course Leatherface is waiting in exactly the right place. Um, and he tries to block it with his gun, but Leatherface puts chucks the gun on the floor, so he kicks Leatherface's chainsaw aside um, as well. Um, and then we see the girl from the beginning who's like yeah. watching through the woods. Yep, seems weird. Yeah, which also, she should have ran down there, picked up the chainsaw. Yeah, or just gone. Yeah, she yeah. should have left. Why is Why she watching everything? There? If she got away, because it turns out that she's a, a victim from like a week ago. Stockholm. All of her friends have died. Um, and she's gone crazy. But she's escaped Leatherface, and then she's just watching what he's doing. Yeah. While still trying to escape him at the same time. Yeah. Makes no She saves him, though. She does. Um, so he's strangling Leatherface. Uh, which is pretty cool because you thought, oh, actually, someone's gonna maybe Fight like, back yeah, with their hands. Um, but Bubba brings out a little bone saw, um, so he's about to kill Benny when the girl calls out and distracts Bubba, um, and then yeah, Benny gets away. Meanwhile, Ryan and Michelle wake up from their little nap. <laughs> yeah, and, and I remember, Hello, oh, these are the characters that are meant to be the leads in this movie. I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> You're lazy. I was just so trying to get into Benny because it's like, well, Benny's stupid because it's like watching Rambo in one of these films. But at least there's something different, someone with some character. Um, whereas, yeah, Ryan and Michelle, I'm just like, <laughs> um, So the girl laughs as she leads uh, Leatherface away, which is weird as well, like the little girl. Um, and then Benny actually manages to load his gun. 
Um, and then the girl suddenly appears out of nowhere again and shushes him. Um, and she's not really communicating and he notices his blood on her. So yeah, she, she gives him the whole thing about being a victim and her sister doesn't make it. Um, and she's all fucked up. And he lights a cigarette for both of them. They have a nice little smoky. Yeah. Which is so weird. You're like, dude, she's probably underage. <laughs> she shouldn't be smoking. She shouldn't be smoking. If she gets out of this situation, she doesn't need cancer to deal with as well. Yeah. You shouldn't add to her problems. He's like, shit. Oh, this is what you got to do to survive. Here's a cigarette. Good luck. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, Mich- Michelle and Ryan are calling out Benny's name and he hears them. But Leatherface hears too, who's just wandering around in the dark, looks like. We keep just getting shots of him and his braced leg. Um, and then he tells her, I'll be right back, which you never say in a horror movie. And she gives him back his lighter, so we know this will be important. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she makes a point of it. No, it's her lighter. Is it her lighter? He borrows it from her, and then she's like, here, keep it. Uh, so she's already a smoker. I feel she wouldn't still have a lighter on her, but maybe she stole it on the way out of the house. Hmm. She's a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Justin. <laughs> Power levels down. <laughs> She's a um, smoker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like he takes a lighter. You know, well, this is gonna come useful later. I just have written down here in my notes. Boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was. I was just like, what is this guy doing? He's trying to like pick her up. He's like, hey, you want to smoke? I don't know. Fool around. It's like, uh, like fool around. Everything in this movie. Know, it's just creepy. I was I was kind of feeling with this movie. I want I want to know with you guys, but for me, I was kind of feeling this movie how it was with the last one, and I'm kind of with it for the first half now. It's like all right, the setup is kind of fine. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Um, you're doing something different with things. You got a pretty boy in the family. You know, you're trying to play with expectations. You got this barrel ground nearby. I was hoping they were going to go back to that at some point. They did not. <laughs> um, yeah. But when then they just get this car crash in the woods, and it's just like so dull. Everyone's just walking around like it's fucking just rote and just, I just like you can see what's going on. So yeah. I give it that credit. It's lit okay in <laughs> yeah. a boring kind of I way. Can it's like see. a killing forest too. It's like booba traps. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. There's all these traps set up and then just a swamp. Yeah. I'm like, bodies. how the hell does um, Leatherface and I'm not run into it? Because I feel like it's set by Alfredo. Yeah, no, exactly. It was like, Alfredo does it. I'm like, how did they not get? They have a little map that he has to get. That's why it's taking the place so long. It's got a little map. Like, like, don't go here. Don't go here. Yeah, that little girl. I'm like, Bad how did she not run through good. that shit? Um, so yeah, Benny comes across one of those traps and he triggers it and it goes off. Um, and then nothing really much else happens with them. You get one later, but that's it. You get yeah. Michelle and Ryan being stupid, screaming, Benny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, and a new girl keeps wandering through the woods. She finds a chainsaw hanging from a tree. Which Leatherface is used to, to I guess, temp, like, what's the word? Bait her. Yeah. Um, and then he grabs her, holds her in the air, and chainsaws her, and she's dead. Yeah, well, he chokes her, and then slams her head, and then she starts bleeding from it, and then yeah. he guts her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> um, I thought for a minute with this movie, I was like, oh, maybe it's going to do something cool, and our leads are actually going to die, and she's going to end up being our lead. Yeah. Surviving. Um, that would have been so much cooler. Yeah. The little girl was... <laughs> actually this the secret lead and the other two people die and she's actually the lead and then benny is this other smart man they missed out yeah instead she dies and you hear the scream and benny just stops what he's doing and just goes Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he was really hoping he was like ah that was my that oh, was my man, keeper i liked her he's like we that was my together <laughs> yeah. things are going well yeah she's a little feisty 
but she's a survivor. <laughs> that's I think that's what it was. He was like, "Whoa, she's a survivor." Yeah, like, respect for her. real, respect for real. Well, she's not because you're stupid. Yeah, like, that's why he was like, "Damn, Let's go look at it." Yeah, chainsaw would have been like, "Nope, out of here." I do apologize to listeners, but if we sound bored talking about this bit of the movie, it's because I think this bit of the movie is really fucking boring. Yeah, uh, that's some cool elements though. Yeah. Well, shout, man. Whenever they happen, you let me know. Yeah, Viggo Morrison. That was. We're getting to him. He's not. Yeah. He's not back no, yet. We spent ages in this fucking yeah. forest. Yeah. yeah, this forest part is super boring. Because I'm so like I just I've got to go through this because we've got to get through what happens, but it's not yeah. fun. So just bear with it. I'll just, just bleed through this. Let's just like fast forward it letterface finds ryan and michelle <laughs> they run ryan gets his leg caught in a trap michelle runs away as a boyfriend is sawed oh, up she hesitates for a second she's like uh like, should, should i do something I he's him. like ah! she's I'm like gonna nah, yeah anyway. she was like nah, fuck this. and he was like wait you're leaving me it's like no shit you can literally see it on her face like you're kind of a dick I'm yeah like, fuck it. it's like of course she's running she can't you you're she's fine, going man. to boston remember yeah yeah you're better done. places yeah <laughs> Uh, Michelle comes across a house and so she goes into the house uninvited. Big no no. Don't turn down the Polaroid photos. She doesn't don't even hesitate. No, she just goes straight she in. She just walks in. She just walks in, yeah. But to be fair, if I was being chased by chainsaw, I'd probably go straight in. But not in Texas, I'd be worried they'll shoot me yeah. as I walked into the yeah, house. Also, if I'm no being chased and there's a person with a chainsaw, I'm going to immediately go, well, this is the only house in this vicinity. So that's probably where that's they That's probably sleep. where they came from. Yep. Yeah. I would just wait out till the daylight and then I yeah, would go back out. on the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then try to find help. Not go anywhere with him. Like, if you're not a sheriff, then no, thank you. Give me water. I'm gonna keep walking. Do you say give me water? Give me water. I'm gonna keep walking. <laughs> you just need some water, and you get. Um, I like that you thought about hydration in this situation because <laughs> it's Texas, man. It's true. It's true. It gets hot. But you're um, in the desert and the swamp at the same time. Yeah. So maybe you should just live in the swamp. So we know now. Ryan's dead. This new girl's dead. Benny and Michelle are there. In my head, Benny can't last that long because he's a survivalist. He's too cocky. He's, I don't know. He came in too late into the movie. Yeah. I don't think he's going to make it, personally. Also, he's kind of slow. Yeah. Um, Michelle's clearly now the lead. She's the final girl. How are you guys with Michelle with this movie? Do you give a shit? Mm. I mean, she's annoying, but... <laughs> she kind of started at the, near the end. She was kind of becoming like uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator. Mm-hmm. But she's mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Getting more proactive. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird because she annoyed me less. I found her slightly more interesting than Stretch, but Stretch yeah. was a lot more fun because she was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And none of, nothing Stretch did made any sense, which made her a lot of fun to watch, even if I'm like, you're a horrible character. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one's like, you do more believable things, but you're very boring. Like, yeah. And, I don't, and again, you don't know anything about these people. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they like. I don't even get, like, they're not listening to music. So you don't even know what type of music yeah. they like. Yeah. Like, you they know nothing. They listen to the radio and they fight. It sounds like yeah. old people to me. How these films should work is like, you remember the beginning of Jeepers Creepers? Have you seen that one? Yeah. And you got the brother and sister driving and they're talking. And there's that first, like, 20 minutes, they're just talking in the car. And you learn so much about them just from how they interact and talk. And it's yeah. smart writing in a, you know, dumb rote way, but it's a smart way just to get you on board but these two that's how it should have been there's loads of opportunity yeah you're just characters. like these two people hate each other yep. and it's about to get more miserable for them yeah <laughs> and i feel that's that's like again yeah just the problem with these movies like i don't they know don't anything so about these yeah. two characters no one gives up about them <laughs> you can see no one gives up beep no um, one gives uh about them <laughs> so she comes in the house. It's a nice enough looking house when she first gets in yeah. there. And looks well kept. 
There's just a few little skeletons hanging on the wall, not too many little, like, animal, what do you call them? Yeah, like chicken the bones. Horns and, or yeah. the... um, wow. But there's a lot of radio equipment, which is weird. I don't really know. They don't get into that they got, again. They got into tech. Yeah. They got into the tech industry. Okay. Is that what he says? Well, they see well, something yeah, about... this little game well, that he learned one of the on. brothers talks about, like, yeah, technology... They talked about... They reference technology, they do reference like, tech being point, helpful or something. Yeah. yeah. They, they switch from, like, you know, pretty much being cattle farmers or slaughterhouse workers to tech in the tech industry. <laughs> Which means buying radio equipment, oh, yeah. I guess. Or well, stealing radio equipment. I guess equipment. it's to know, like, what the police are doing, though. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but then she's a little girl who's crying upstairs, so she follows her. You two are like, no, don't go. <laughs> Never follow the little yeah, girl little with girl the with creepy a, doll. Yeah, skeleton doll. Like, well, mm, yeah, with a skeleton doll. And then she enters a room full of bones and chicken feathers again, but not <laughs> nowhere near as many chicken feathers. They obviously no. didn't have the budget for the amount of chicken <laughs> Too feathers. Too many feathers. There's like just a sprinkling on the yeah. floor. Um, yeah, and the little doll is a skeleton and it's called Sally. After not. the after the original movie. Yep. yep. Um, which then got my brain thinking about certain things, but we'll get there in a second. Uh, she stabs Michelle. Is this Sally? <laughs> yeah. Reincarnated. Have they shrunk the in her? Uh, she stabs Michelle and then Tex arrives and the little girl just laughs like a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, ha ha, got you. You lose. So here's a question. Really attractive family going on now between like this little girl's pretty girl, Viggo Mortensen, handsome man. Yep. Too. Uh, even... Oh. Um, What's his name? Tinker, whatever his yeah, name is. He's, like the he's good brother. enough looking. Yeah, I was like, wow, everyone doesn't look like shit except for Junior. What happened? In Brad. No, but like, <laughs> how did the, how is everyone so attractive looking suddenly? Like, what the fuck happened? I guess the daughter, because the daughter, it then turns out this little girl is actually the daughter of Leatherface. Yeah. yeah. Which is um, weird. So which he, is weird he's twist. not super handsome, but he's great in the sack is what everyone was raving yeah. about that. So like, yeah, you said it, mama. the private parts. And it's, and so, uh, so they're definitely adding to this character now in a Freddy way. He's a rapist as well as a yeah. murderer. But he's like really good at pleasing though. <laughs> and makes beautiful children apparently. Which he does. But like how? I mean, I guess they're picking really pretty and people from time sex with. Yeah. But. Is it, are they like taking, is it victims that he's sleeping with? Victims. Yeah. And what then... was the reference to like, oh, his mom and his mom says like, yeah, he knows something me and his dad or something. So it says like they both removed their private parts. But he removed it for them. I feel like I felt they just did it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she just like, says like we removed our private parts. She doesn't really go into details. Yeah, I was like, why? What for? What the heck? So the son stops raping them. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. Weird. Thing. It's really weird. But I can kind of buy, I guess, his kid being normal looking because, yeah, he's having sex, I guess, with the people they're kidnapping. But Viggo Mortensen and this other dude, like, who's their dad? Like, how the fuck yeah. do they end up looking like that? Like, it's it's a completely different family dynamic. Yeah. And I want to think they're doing it for good reasons of we want to flip this on its head, not do stereotypes. Yeah. But I can't help but feel it's just partly it's new line. And they're like, well, it's the 90s. People didn't like ugly things in the 90s. It was a bland decade, for better or for worse. Horror was very bland in the 90s. Yeah. Um, again, for better or worse. Um, and much safer. Everything was much safer. It was It was a very placid period so like i kind of feel like it's just like well you cast handsome people now in these films mm. that's what you do mother <laughs> people but like did, for you then people. did you like that new dynamic in effect because you were saying you kind of like it they're all talking very i wouldn't yeah. say intelligently but no, they're but speaking they're, coherently they're not just like screaming rattling at each other. like 
you dog dick lick my plate yeah. like weird like they're things they're saying are making sense and they apologize to each other as well about stuff yeah, yeah. like he doesn't call him text and he gets upset and he's yep. like oh, i'm sorry brother and stuff and they have sympathy for each other yep leatherface has he gets mad at him when he throws his toy in the yeah fire. throws his walkman in there so he puts his like face in there yeah, he's like grab it with, me no no toy, grab bitch. it with your good hand yeah, it's like, yeah. holy shit so how like i mean f- for me, it's a weird juxtaposition because they're less scary for me because the chaos comes from how unpredictable and like yeah, then stereotypicality. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't like watching ugly villains, so I'm kind of happier that they're not like that. But again, handsome villains annoy me. Just I think as much. it adds to just it in that like you can imagine victims not being scared of them. Like when they meet him at the gas station, mm-hmm. she's flirting yeah. with him and is like, "You're yeah, like, like a, a good little cowboy guy. Now. I'll take you in my car." Yeah, yeah. It's more like the real Ed Gein, actually, I would say, now. Because yeah. he was not a hideous-looking man. He was fine. He was yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's a different take on it, and it's interesting. It'll be weird to see... Not weird. It'll be interesting to see if they do that with the next one. Yeah. We do have Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger, so one of them's probably... The villain uh, is Renee Zellweger. She's Leatherface. <laughs> She's wearing <laughs> a face of... He's wearing the face of a girl. I definitely remember hold, her holding a chainsaw at some point. So, yeah, but we'll get to it. Oh snap! Um, Spoiler! Spoilers. Spoilers. Chainsaws are in what? the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The next generation. Oh, Who'd have thought? Um, <laughs> I had no idea. So the last chance gas truck. It's in the woods, um, and that dude's like dumping bodies in a confusing scene. Yep. Doesn't yep. really need to be there. Uh, Tex is then hammering Michelle with nails into a chair. Yes. And they're feeding nice. Grandpa. At this point, I just have down, who definitely looks dead this time. Yeah, yeah no, this... He had no eyes. It was just hollowed out. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's dead. like blue. And then... Yeah, he's for sure dead. Dust, like dried out dead. Yeah, we definitely confirmed later he's dead. For sure. Yeah, because when he's... At this point, I didn't know it because he thought he'd be dead in the second one and he wasn't, yeah. so... Um, and then Mama turns up, which was a surprise because there's, yeah, finally a real female in this family um, who's yeah. an adult. And she's talking for a little smoke thingy. What do you call those things? Like a smoker's... Yeah, oh, when you got to do it in your like throat. like when it burns yeah. a hole in... So can someone explain to me, and I'm guessing the answer's going to be no. Probably but not. She no. gets wheeled in. It's kind of like this weird reveal because you see the back of her and you hear her voice talking first before they reveal her. Mm. She kind of has red hair. And then they pan up from her legs, but she's got scars all over her legs. No, it's not scary. It's, it's like, like blood circulation, yeah. like failure was yeah. what I because she Is has it? like blue patches and yeah, it's like old people things. Like it's just that's why like, she's yeah. in a wheelchair. Yeah, she's oh. so it's just they're trying to say, oh, she can't move. Is that all they're trying to yeah. say with that? I guess. Or oh, maybe okay. sickness you get from eating human maybe. flesh all the time. I was like racking my brain because like this must be a reference to someone hurting themselves for like throwing themselves through a window or something oh, like that. I didn't think it was scars or anything i thought it looked like a circulation problem no i completely it probably completely was because it doesn't make sense it would tie into anything else but in my head like when i saw it i thought it was lots of little scars and Mm. i was like that was like window glass scars and then they did that weird reveal of her and then they panned up her so i was like is she meant to be somebody is it meant to be because the legs they show are also much larger than the top half of her frame yeah okay that's what happens to like people who don't exercise a lot or don't get good circulation their legs start to swell and then they can't stand on them. I was waiting for somebody, yeah, towards the end just to like call a stretch or something yeah. like that. Just to be like, oh, okay. They went and got that one and brought mm-hmm. it back and like have a reveal with her at some point of who she was. Because it was the right age gap then to like leave, you know, or even like Sally or something like that. You could totally have like had it like they managed together. It's what's her name? Uh, stretch. She came yeah. back. That's she, right. found <laughs> she found love. She found love. 
Um, yeah, so they drag in Ryan, they hang him. They're all having a proper conversation, like we're saying. Not the same family that we've seen before. Uh, they realize that Ryan's alive. Um, they gag Michelle and the little girl helps, uh, which is... Also, their house is really nice yeah. this time. Yeah. yeah. Like, they had copper pots and stuff, silver pans and pots, and a whole nice kitchen. It's the 90s, man. Yeah. <laughs> even they had, a, like, a huge, nice cutting board until... Yeah. And Vigo, she even like, said, get that off of my cutting board. Yeah. They're like, we don't have dust anymore or cobwebs. Yeah, there's no underground tunnel with thousands yeah. of bodies in the fun. There's like, like one room that's just hideous, which is where all the feathers. And- yeah, the yeah, little yeah. girls' and, like, room. Little girls <laughs> yeah, room. you keep the little girl in there. Um, and she is kind of creepy. I mean, she's helping out with the gagging and all that stuff, which mm-hmm. is, I don't know. I never really find kids scary in horror films, but... I just find them annoying. Yeah. They're, so, they're pint-sized. I thought you can just kick them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Benny's still in the woods, wandering around in the dark. And so we went back to us, like, ah, oh, I thought we were out of the woods, but no. Still <laughs> in You're not out of the woods yet. Not out of the woods yet. Uh, he comes across Alfredo Sawyer, who's played by Tom Everett, <laughs> who we saw earlier, who's throwing out body parts. Uh, Leatherface, however, has a Walkman. He puts it on Michelle. They call him Junior in this film, not Bubba, which is weird considering he's the father of the little girl. Yeah. Anyway, he's still a child himself. Exactly. And then they give him a present, which is a gold, silver, blinged out chainsaw <laughs> with an inscription. Is it chrome? Yeah. And then an inscription that says a saw is family on it, which to me was bewildering. It's the word that has to come Isn't back. Isn't that in the trailer? Yes. Yes. The saw is family was like their yeah. logo. Um, saw is family. Really just, for me, it's one of those things like when New Line, was it New Line? Who bought, I forget, you know, bought from Paramount Friday the 13th and tried to do it. And they just didn't understand what that, what the franchise should be about. And they completely fucked it up by focusing on the wrong things. This is just one of those moments for me. It's like, no, he's having a, like, okay, you've taken away the grimy people. You've taken away the grimy house. You've taken away, like, all of these things that made it dirty and grimy. All right, you're trying to do something different. I respect you going with it. But there's a lot of what worked with the Texas Chainsaw. But then you take away his grimy chainsaw and you try and turn it into like a freaking pimp's chainsaw it's like this is really it's so 90s to do that it's like no everything has to be clean and new and shiny and yeah didn't like it um but he's just pretty happy with it so what do i know can't wait to break it in and make it dirty yes can't wait to get all that blood on it yes 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 he's like this is great it'll look so much better when i stick it in her I really like it though when he grabs his brother and puts his brother's face like inside the oven. Yeah. Like that for me is one of those points like, cool, that face is a badass. Yeah, yeah. I like when he, the brother was going to try to grab it with his claw hand. He was like, no, no, <laughs> regular hand. Yep, yep, yep. like, holy shit. Um, so Benny sort of yeah, has an altercation with Alfredo and knocks him into the swamp. He drowns, we think, but we don't see him yeah. until later on. Uh, Leatherface looks in the mirror and seems tormented. I have question mark. I don't know. Yeah. Is he, I can't tell if he's sexually turned on or tormented <laughs> or sad or happy. Um, but then he gets out a digital learning toy for kids and starts playing with it. And I lied earlier, the second purposely funny part of the movie where he keeps putting in, like you get pictures of a person and then you have to put in what it is and food. he keeps putting in food and it just goes, no, try again. Yep. It's like food. And he no, keeps getting like again. progressively yeah. angrier. It's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, it's, it's definitely it's food. It's food, I'm telling you. I eat that. <laughs> I thought that scene was pretty funny. Yeah. No, it's not. And that's when Benny peeks through the window and he's doing that. Yeah, Benny comes right across the house, the house and sees Leatherface in a room of human skeletons playing with a kid's toy. Yeah, he's like, what <laughs> the, the hell's hell? wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit is this? 
Uh, he seems to really relish it though. He's like, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, yeah, he's they, like, I've been training all my life for this. Yeah. Then they kill Ryan with this weird hammer contraption that I presume that's going to come back later and doesn't. Because uh, like, look, we invented this thing to like make kills easier. Like, never do anything with it. Um, and then yeah. we f- that's when we find a little girl is Leatherface's baby and they like he kisses her yeah he's like go to bed Very or weird. get ready for bed and Tex is the matriarch in this one because he's got the apron on in the kitchen like, yeah and, f- and fingernail polish yeah 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 um, and then he says yeah maybe Junior should get to play with Michelle and all that stuff we talked about before about he makes beautiful babies adding yeah, a whole different level to this um, yeah which I don't really know where they're going with other than if they're trying to set it up for another one with Leatherface really being okay now we know he's a murderer and a rapist and if he's on his own by that point don't know then he shoots mama um, and fires shots throughout the house taking off Tinker's ear with his eyes closed yes <laughs> that's how you shoot <laughs> I've been training all my life uh, he's going ah um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be like this, to be honest. Like, Mama just dies, we think, anyway. Tinker's yeah. ear yeah. comes off. Grandpa's face is caved into dust. Yeah. Um, he was dead. Michelle escapes from the chair. Tex grabs her, but then she stabs him um, and then runs out in straight Wait, into Benny's arms. What did she stab him with again? Like a oh, little the, the, razor yeah, blade. On the, on the cutting board. Yeah, that's right. So they all get fucked up real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, I like the intention. Albeit, yep. it's not yeah. great how they do it but whatever um, Leatherface though now drives a car to heavy metal music apparently um, <laughs> yeah. and they were waiting for this he was like waiting he's like alright as soon as those lights come on yeah. I'm ready is it, is it do you think the music's meant is it meant to be he's listening to that in the car or is that meant to be soundtrack for I us? thought it was soundtrack yeah I thought it was soundtrack because I thought it was soundtrack until we come until it stops and then whenever we come back to the car it's playing again. it's the same one uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm like, well, he's listening to a Waltman, so like, maybe he's just into music now. Yeah, he's in that true. face. He's a teenager. He's got the hair for it. He's angst- like, angsty. And- <laughs> Even though technically, because he has to have been at least in his, let's say, let's be modest, he's in his twenties and the seventies. He's getting on by this point. Yeah, <laughs> he be in his fifties or whatever. Um, yeah, she runs straight into Benny's arms. Leatherface comes out with the car. Benny and Michelle run, but they turn on... Uh, but yeah, the, the Sawyers turn on all these exterior lights, which freak them out for some reason. I think, cool, I can now see where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. It makes them stop. Leatherface then runs over Benny, who does fuck all. He, like, aims his gun. Yeah, which clicks. he knew was empty. Yeah, just as, like, obviously it's empty anyway. But he doesn't even, like... Why would you stand right in the middle of the car? Just, like, step to your left or your right. Well, that he stood in the middle of the car, so he wouldn't get hit by tires. Okay, so you think that was all on purpose? That's what I thought. It looked like he laid himself down. Like, once the car goes over him, you see him shifting a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I assumed it was a a purposeful move. Purposeful, Benny. All right. I'll take it. Um, Then Leatherface revs his chainsaw. Uh, Michelle breaks and decides to take him on, starts screaming. A very sudden break. Yeah. I feel. And she has no weapons. No. And she hasn't really shown much acumen before other than, mm-hmm. I will kill the armadillo. I can't kill the armadillo. Never mind. Yeah. Here's the rock. Uh, but yeah, she's just like screaming at him and yeah. taunting him. Um, and then, you know, lucky for us, we go back to the dark woods <laughs> again. I was hoping we were going to go to that barn or something and she'd set some traps or do something, you know? This isn't Friday the 13th video game. I just uh. want to play Friday the 13th right now. <laughs> Yeah. But wait, Benny isn't dead. He did indeed tuck himself between the tires. 
Uh, he crawls out and Tex is right there straight away. Tries to hit him, but he grabs the saw, comes after Tex. Yeah. <laughs> who says, Tinker was, or before that, he says something to Tinker about like, oh, should I have blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And then, he, yeah, my favorite bit of dialogue, I think, in the whole film is the ridiculous, like, Tex going, we're hungry. And then Benny just goes, haven't you heard of pizza? <laughs> That's literally, <laughs> yeah, literally the dialogue in this scene as they're kind of squaring off against each other and then they fight to heavy metal music as petrol comes pouring out of the car covers tex um as the little girl watches from the window yeah and then benny of course burns him with that lighter that we saw earlier and the car blows up in a way that only did, did he have a uh, catchphrase that he says before he ignites him i don't i didn't write down anything so i don't know mm. but I, remember. I can tell you a little, a little info fact on this scene, what? Uh, which is that uh, during the uh, filming of this scene, our dear old friend Viggo Mortensen broke a bunch of his ribs. Oh uh, shit! In, in that actual scene. Oof. Yeah, I wonder how. Probably got thrown and landed on his ribs. Yeah, I don't know. Or got punched so hard. I mean, he he Did looks tiny. Funny. Yeah, he really. Yeah, really I was does. like, wow, oh, really tiny guy that time. Um, so. I'm real. I'm losing it. I'm sorry, man. I'm completely fucking. This is a hard <laughs> film to get through. This and off stuff. Yeah. Um. What happens next? So blah blah blah. Makes beautiful babies. We've had all that. Sorry, I have to keep scrolling. Blows him up. up. Car blows up. Yeah. Heads back towards the woods. Where have Michelle you, is. Have you heard of pizza? There we go. Thank you. Uh, meanwhile, in the dark forest, Michelle is caught by a trap and drags along the floor, and then eventually into swamp water, where, as Justin correctly pointed out. She would get infections. Oh, yeah. so much infections. <laughs> because there's always dead bodies in there. And even if there weren't... Yeah, that water's stagnant. Yeah, stagnant water. Also, they mentioned in the game, like, oh, the body decomposing the fat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, the second that, she's dragged into that water, she's already dead. Yeah, you're dead. You're Don't. not... It doesn't matter if you survive not getting killed. You're dead. Yep. So it's all over anyway at this point. But let's keep going. Because the <laughs> film does. Uh, she crawls out. Leatherface is there. But then Benny appears and pushes him into the swamp which is full of body parts. Now, the chainsaw becomes the fin from the Jaws movies, but with rotating blades. <laughs> it just starts... And it keeps spinning. It's waterproof. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's just New technology, fangled. that's what they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, this will work in our swamp. Science. It's literally just moving around like a shark fin through the swamp. Yep. It's fucking ridiculous. And all I could think about was how... You know, like when you make a horror movie... In post, you put in sound, you put in the right grade, you put in good edit, and it's cool and spooky, hopefully. But when you're shooting it, it looks dumb when you're making a horror movie. Yeah. Because there's none of those things. Yeah. It's just some idiot and something that's overlit and it doesn't work. I just kept thinking about how fucking stupid this would have been to film with this <laughs> chainsaw in the water. I swear it's moving around. Look cool. Oh my God. Because it's really dumb in the film. It's so stupid. So, so tacky. It's ridiculous. Um, Leatherface and holds Benny down into the approaching chainsaw and kills him as Michelle watches and does nothing. Yep. She's screaming Benny this whole time. And I'm like, yeah. why? He well, is fighting. Yeah. Let him fight. Yeah. Well, so when what he, do you uh, need he's him busy for right, right now? now? When he gets a hit on she's like, yeah, give it to him. <laughs> she's like, do something. You were just taunting Leatherface. Fucking do something. Yeah. yeah. And then Leatherface, who's standing in the water, has just killed Benny, suddenly isn't standing in the water anymore, just so they can have a Jason moment of him jumping out from under the water yeah. to grab her. Um, it's very weird. I could presume it's only 
because Kane Hodder was doing the stunt coordinator. Yeah. He was like, throwing this Jason little moment. <laughs> oh, Jason, man. let's give a nod to me. Um, <laughs> but she then smacks his head in with a rock over and over again, and the chainsaw sinks in unison. Yeah, like... As if it's tied spiritually. It is. To Leatherface. his family. Yep. They've had so much time and together. Becomes limp and just sinks in. Yeah. Um, it's a metaphor. For it was. Yeah, I thought it definitely was because it was yeah. like it's like a big raging yeah, <laughs> hard like, on for the whole like, scene, yeah, and then it just kill. like sinks down. Yeah. Um, I I thought something else was going to happen to be honest, but it doesn't. We cut to a sunrise. Michelle's stumbling through the desert. I was just happy not to be in those dark woods. Yeah. Uh, and no infection like she's not full blown sick vomiting or looks no yeah we'll Ill. get there Just some, I mean some we don't get there but yeah. she'll get there she'll get there <laughs> uh, then the car pulls up it's last chance gas she gets scared but no it's Benny yeah. who Ever. is a completely different human for about a minute and a half it's really yeah. weird it's he's like sore. super giddy I kept yeah. looking at him going surely it's one of them wearing his face as a mask yeah like but like quality. no every like and not to be racial but all parts of his body were black so I was like yeah. no it can't be but yeah. he was like he was happy acting and... completely different yes yeah. yeah. I mean, he wasn't really like weird. the cool confident like yeah I mean, enjoying killing the bad guys well he probably and I can like we rewired. made it and throws his arm around her yeah we He's did like, what we is did make going it? on yeah. well uh, he got very positive do you want but then it goes back do you want to know why normal with the last head got line. cut do you know why he felt why he was different in that last scene why? is there a reason <laughs> yeah there is a reason oh what? yeah what um, because Benny died in the film originally, um, but in the test screenings, people liked him. I'm not going to say a lot because I don't think anybody liked Just anything a lot about this movie, Michelle. but more than other people. <laughs> um, so the producers teamed up with the editor um, and shot a new ending where Benny came back at the end and they get away together. They did this without the director knowing about it. <laughs> And the only time, like the first time the director Jeff Burr found out about it was when he went to the movie theaters to see oh. it. But then he goes back very to surprised. normal. His last, he has the last line and he's just like, you got that right. And he, you're like, okay, that's the Benny that I remember. Yeah. yeah. But this is because it was shot completely differently. He probably knew as well. Like, this isn't what the director wants. It, that's <laughs> a weird thing to do and to contractually potentially illegal as well. But yeah. the director had no idea about these reshoots and... Oh. Yeah, went to cinema. I was like, there are things in this movie that I did not shoot. Yeah, it's like how the, which is fucking horrible to be yeah. honest. Um, particularly when the movie's this bad to begin with, it's like give a director a break. Yeah, <laughs> at least let him take his name off it. Then come on. One of the trivia that popped up when I was looking up the armadillo was that he was fired at the beginning of shooting. Yes, but then gonna, nobody I'll, else would. Yes. <laughs> I was going to get to that. Yeah, he was. All right, we'll do it now. Uh, cool. Yeah, the director. So Jeff, but they had so much trouble finding a director for this. They eventually did. This guy. Very humble guy. He seems nice in all the interviews I've seen with him. Um, he then got fired near the beginning of production. They told him basically to fuck off. No one else would step in as director. Nobody, they couldn't get anyone to step in. So they had to go back and... Say, <laughs> never mind. Will you please come do it? <laughs> and to his credit or to not his credit, he came back. Which I would and kind of said, like, please don't put my name on this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. This is a weird movie. Yeah. Did the director get to do more stuff? I kind of think the background to the movie is more interesting. The director... um, Hang on. Let me double check again because I did look into this. Um, Well, yeah, sort of. Mm. I mean, he did. He directed a bunch of stuff, but he directed Pumpkinhead 2. He directed Puppet Master 4 and 5, Night of the Scarecrow, American Hero. I mean, nothing good. 
Um, he has a new film announced right now called Witch Play, but his last movie was in 2012 called Tornado Warning, which oh, was a TV man. movie. So no, he didn't go on to do anything great. He seemed like a nice guy. There's five Puppet Master movies. Oh, there's more. There's there's loads of Puppet Master movies. No, but it's not the one that we watched. Okay. Puppet Master is like this weird sort of child's play demonic toy. Oh, okay. I'm a puppet. And now I'm your master. (laughs) That is the film. Um, But yeah, Benny turns up. um, And then Afredo also turns up. He whacks Benny with a hammer. Benny should be dead again. He's not. (laughs) Michelle goes for a shotgun, eventually shoots him. Not in a cool way. There's not expecting like a huge explosion of blood she or something. She does say a, a catchphrase, though. He's got a big though. jump, though. Yeah, I guess. She says something like, like a final statement, which yeah, is also kind of very Sarah Connor. She's like, with this gun. And I don't remember she, that. All I remember is her last line, which she says, there's roadkill all over yeah. Texas. She says something before she he shoots him. You got that right. Uh, I don't even understand what Alfredo's saying most of the time because Alfredo keeps like yeah, barking at her. <laughs> I had no clue. Which, do you remember at the beginning of the film, she's like, you don't solve violence with violence. Mm-hmm. And then she's, she's, pro- and then she's holding a gun and shoots the dude. That's how Texas changes you. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> um, but then they drive off and then we hear a jingle jangle of a braced leg and Leatherface steps into shot, revs his chainsaw, his credits roll to rock and roll. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, this is a new metal era of Leatherface, apparently. Um, who's still alive somehow, even though he's been spiked in the head yeah. a few times. Super mm. crazy. Um, so yeah, there you go. That was the movie. Yeah. I was. All right, we're out. (laughs) So, what do you reckon the body count was for this film? Excellent. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to get way high. It's going to be a total of six, well, seven ish. (laughs) Allie? I'm just going to say nine. Nearly. You were you're both surrounding it. It was eight. Yeah. Oh, eight kills. Yeah. Eight kills. So they're, they're gradually going up still. Still getting more eight. kills. So what else I have about this one? Uh, yeah, just two things. So the house was used in an Alice Cooper's music video called House of Fire. Um, House of Fire! That's the one. And that's it had fine. many of the same props could be seen in that music video as well. Interesting. Uh, there was meant to be a big leather face unmasking in this movie but it was scrapped and then it was going to be put in the next one spoilers it's not in that one either uh, it happens much <laughs> takes later takes it off on. and it's Matthew McConaughey <laughs> holy shit we do get a leather face unmasking but it's in one of the reboots uh, later on yeah. mm. um, and the last thing I want to say is I said earlier on that there was another little uh, character nod uh, reoccurrence in this movie other than the Sawyers which the words did either of you catch it not Sally not Sally it was that one person we've talked about them in the in thing so <laughs> Stretch uh, her character which is actually called Caroline Williams um, sorry Caroline Williams is Stretch character uh, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 has a cameo as a news reporter Oh. Uh, so Jeff Burr liked to so she's the person talking on the, on the news radio and you she hear her give her name she wanted to do bigger and better things oh, and she, she did, did. Yeah. you hear her give her name at one point Jeff Burr likes to think that she became a reporter in an attempt to hunt Leatherface down. And that's uh, her on his trail on the radio, basically. 
Nice. Which would be cool if they made that into a thing. Yeah. But then they just wiped the second movie, so that's really also (laughs) kind of crazy. Yeah, which makes no sense. Uh, But if you had, like, you know, an end credits and you come to her or something, everyone's dead, you think, oh, fuck, everyone died. But then you come to her and she, like, turns up and you're like, oh, cool, setting up number four, stretches on the scene, she's tracked them down, what's going to happen? She drinks out of her stretch mug. Yep. But no, nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Um, Womp womp. uh, That's about all that. There's not not much else interesting about this movie, to be honest. That happened. Um, other than yeah I know Michelle Kate, Kate Hodge our lead actress from I was, I kept thinking I know her fucking face from something and she was in this film I used to watch with Brandon Lee uh, Bruce Lee's son called Rapid Fire Rapid Fire that's where I know her from yeah uh, it really doesn't matter to anybody else in the world because no one else has seen that film <laughs> Rapid Fire <laughs> so Peoples Letterface Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 how are we feeling about it Justin what did you feel about this movie and would you recommend it to anybody? Um, I feel like it is a definite step up from number two and uh, grittiness, grade. You know, it's it's definitely not comical. They, they're they still trying to figure out their voice of how they want Leatherface to be. Yeah. Um, I, I liked Vigo, man. I'm a yeah. fan. <laughs> uh, but I did like the actors in it. The acting in it in this one was much better better um uh except for like the fucking lead like the the main (laughs) people you're supposed to be like yeah survive you're just like man i hate you guys die like benny i liked benny a bit he was stupid though but but it was fun yeah um uh everything was kind of just like boring but (laughs) i did there was the action was crazier the action for sure like uh there was explosions and I was like, Oh shit. Is this a Michael Bay film? <laughs> um, yeah. If it felt like a Michael Bay. Film. <laughs> yeah. The chainsaw was ridiculous. as shit. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I would recommend this one. You would recommend You like this one. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, you've been seeming for this entire podcast. Like you did not like this movie. So I'm surprised right now. Well, cause I mean, there's only like three of them that we've gone through. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, watch one, don't watch two. You could watch three to see like the continuation progression. I mean, if you're, if it was, you haven't seen any of them and you're like, Oh, should I watch Texas Chainsaw three? Just buy it. So I'd be like, no, just watch the first one. Call it a day. Okay. But in a continuation to the series, I would say, yeah, you, you should, you, you could watch three. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. for Vigo, to be honest. Just for Vigo. I was going <laughs> to okay. say like, but really honestly, yeah, you probably shouldn't watch it. <laughs> But Vigo, man, if you like Vigo, like super dope uh, character. <laughs> I mean, him portraying his character, I was like, wow, Vigo, you're good all day, every day. Yeah, he definitely stands out. And that's the only yeah. reason why I'd suggest it. It is so, like, it's easy just to say because you know him that he stands out, but I do feel yeah. he has a charisma yeah. beyond anybody else on screen in this movie. Yeah, to be honest, actually, though, don't watch it. It's, it's, it's boring. <laughs> Sorry. That's the most it. muddled recommendation, non-recommendation. <laughs> if you like Vigo, watch it. If you need a continuation from the first one, I guess watch it. But if you don't, as a film, watch it. Don't. Blah, blah. Yeah, don't. You can pass it. You can skip it. All right, yeah. Allie. <laughs> um. Again. But Vigo, man. Don't. <laughs> Still, don't really care for our leads. I thought the relationship that the villains had with each other was much more interesting in this one than it has been. 
I was very confused about how many of them there were <laughs> for a while. Clan. <laughs> There's a on. lot of people. And then also the... How are they so populating? I think in the dark woods when he was throwing the bodies into the swamp, I didn't realize it was the same guy from the gas station because I couldn't see his eyes. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck is this new guy? How many people Swamp-dude. are there? Yeah. I was very confused. Um, but I do like Leatherface retaliating against him throwing his Walkman into the fire. And I think they have like a very sibling relationship instead of just like a... We all kill people together and we never fight with each other. We just eat humans and drink blood. Um, so that was interesting. The main characters suck. <laughs> I liked Benny. I thought he was fun. He was like stupid and confident, yeah. but he was that way the whole time except for that weird one minute at the last. Ex- yeah, except that he's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we did make it. We did it, girl. We made it. Am I getting paid for this day? Does the director know? Yeah, he he was oh he was like that at first. He was like, we did it, and then he got hit with the hammer, so he got the sense not. Back yeah, in he was like, Whoa, no, wait, that's not me. What was that all about? Yeah, because his brain did get cut a bit. I mean, I think he probably was like having a little. He also had his head yeah. rubbed against a chainsaw. That's, yeah, so he's got like <laughs> a little brain so damage. That's why he turned into the giddy cheerleader. Yeah, he's like, and then they hammered in the head, you. snapped him back into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that's how it works. Yes. Yeah. One one amnesia return. cranium trauma hurts you the second one. A head to the chainsaw doesn't kill you, then yeah. anything so can his, work. <laughs> so his surviving classes or training did pay off in the end. Yes. Yeah. His yeah. weekend. His, his side weekend, hustle. <laughs> moral of the story. Practice your survival on the weekends. I love that fucking stupid studio just idea though of oh Tesla News kinda liked him. We should have him in the final shot. Uh, like it makes any difference yeah. if he actually like he was still in that amount of the film it's like one extra fucking shot of him just alive at the end like who gives a shit like yay it... oh, yeah. sorry Allie um in terms of recommending it I'm kind of on the same page as Justin it's hard I think if you're just getting into horror then this isn't the franchise you're watching anyway and if it is watch the first one just to kind of have an understanding and appreciation of the iconic scenes and why they're iconic and understanding when it came out and why it was iconic at that time. But other than that, like even in the first film, we didn't really care about any of the main characters either. So as a movie, if that had come out this year, I probably would have been like, "Uh, why don't watch this? Don't waste your time. But I think I like that one because of the fact of that. It came out in 74. You can see where a bunch of other films have pulled from it. This one is just kind of, this, I mean, all three of them are drastically different from each other. This one is the most jumpy. So if you're watching, if you want to watch a horror film for the scare, then this is the jumpier one, the jumpiest mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I still think it's kind of a bad movie, but. <laughs> so that's a no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys make an educator. So... That's the thing is like make it. I don't know. Me yeah. personally, my opinion, I wouldn't tell my friends who have similar tastes to watch it. That's what you, you can't guess. But like, if you're, if you want a jumpy horror film and you already like other horror films, <laughs> yeah. then yeah, you should watch it. If you're doing like a no, but if you want to watch character. jumpy horror movies, there are other jumpy horror yeah. movies yeah. you watch, can watch. watch. So jumpy, why would you watch this one? Jump scare movie. There you go. A different one. Yeah, you don't really need to watch this. But if you want to do like a character study, I'm less familiar <laughs> with Warrenson, man. Like, but 
I'm less. I, I can't like come up with recommendations off the bat. If you, you don't, don't know to. many, you just you, all yeah. you need to do is recommend or not recommend this one. You guys are being so nice, and I'm so <laughs> shocked right now. I'm so fucking shocked. The last two movies, like the second one, I can give it to people because it's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. I can get people just going. I fucking love that movie, and I understand that most people hate that movie. Yeah, yeah. but it's just like silly. So this shit. one and the fourth one, and not to spoilers because I can't remember them, and maybe we'll change our minds on stuff. And you guys have been really kind to this one, but they are renowned as like two of the worst franchise horror movies ever made. Like to the point where the director's just like, please, yeah. don't fucking name of this movie. Want... Yeah. Um, and I'm not, like, my biggest shock coming into it, because like I said, I've been listening to other people review these recently, and uh, 3 and 4 is, like, the hemorrhoids of this series. They, so no one likes them. Nobody likes these movies. And I came into it, and at the beginning, I was kind of like, this isn't that bad. I was really shocked. I was like, people fucking shit all over this film. It's like, it's all right at the beginning. I kind of like the setup, like I said. I kind of like... I'm not adverse to it being set in the 90s like it having that clean feel to it I know a lot of people are I don't mind that I think there's different things you can do with it it's cool but it's so fucking boring and it's so just rote like nothing interesting happens nothing new happens with it yeah Yeah. and the further it goes like as soon as they have that car crash I'm like no I'm out and there's no imagination like the first one I don't like the characters that much but there's so much flair both in the cinematography and in you know the way they're, they're addressing stuff with music and ideas second one again you might not like it but there's a lot of character and that's what we're talking about like there's so much character in that second one uh if you don't like that character then you'll hate that movie because it's the character's in your face like a cartoon this one there's no character like there's nothing like it's just a straight to dvd yeah. horror movie and that's it like there's so planned that I find it obtrusively yeah, they, offensive. They, it's like they took all the comedy out and they're like, let's go the the more yeah. straight It's, it's like around. a 90s emo band covering a classic 80s song. That's how I feel about yeah. this movie. It's like, or a 70s song. It's like they've sucked out all, all the things that made it fun to begin with, all the things that might have made it actually properly scary to begin with, get under your skin. Nothing about this. I understand what you're saying about this more jolts in this because it's in the 90s and that's just how they orchestrated stuff. Mm-hmm. I will give this film one credit. It has the most, it has the, the first in this franchise traditional horror score. As soon as it started, I was like, oh, this is a regular horror score. I then yeah. didn't notice it for the rest of the movie because like yeah. everything else, it was so bland. But it wasn't horrible like the second film's horror score. <laughs> um, it's, but it's just like, it doesn't need to exist. It just feels like New Line trying to play with an old formula and make it cool and modern. Yeah. And... They do one thing for me, right? Which is like, okay, Leatherface could be cool. Like, you could do something with him where he is like a Jason. That kind of spools the things that set him apart from other slasher villains, but I'm fine with seeing that. And then they don't even do it. Like, it's just walking around in the dark wood. He's ineffectual. They show him ripping off that trunk. I think, cool, we're going to get a powerful Leatherface. We don't. Like, yeah. he doesn't do much. He puts the guy's face in the fight. They're about the only two bits I like in this movie. Him ripping off that trunk and then putting that guy's face yeah. in the oven. Everything else in this movie, and just like... It's got some cool cast. Figure Mortensen's fine. He's pretty cool. Benny, yeah, I like him from in every film I see him in. He's got yeah. good charisma on screen. Yeah. But again, yeah, those lead characters. Like, what? I've never been this far into a franchise and not given a shit about lead characters. Like, Friday the 13th 1, you got Kevin Bacon. You got, like, yeah. cool characters. It's a bad film. And I would argue Friday the 13th 1 is a worse film than anything we've seen so far. But they're characters you care about. Yeah. And they have some charisma to them. The second Friday the 13th loads. Like that lead girl in the second one's awesome. Yeah. Um, this, I'm not getting any of that. Like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting behind anybody. And that's a big problem. Big problem. 
Um, so for me, I'm not going to go as yeah drastic as most people. I did like how they did another Mercedes car. Did they do another Mercedes yeah, car? The first car was, uh, and the second one was Mercedes. I yeah, one. I noticed the second and one. one's now a blue Mercedes. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird sponsorship. You could go in there. Um, put blood on this. Yeah, so I'm not as vehement as a lot of people out who are like, this is unbelievable trash. There are some merit here, and it's only interesting to see them tackle Leatherface in this way. But I do not like this movie. I think this is a bad <laughs> film, uh, and I definitely don't recommend it. Um,. Unless you like Vigo. <laughs> Unless you like Vigo, in which case, just YouTube. Enjoy. Just YouTube. Just his scene. Maybe that's why there's no DVD copies, because like, this is not going to Yeah, sell. we should mention, you, you can't get this film on Blu-ray. You can't. And the next one, the next generation, you can't get on Blu-ray. Anywhere in the world. Germany normally puts out every horror film on Blu-ray, so if I can't get one in America or England, I buy it from Germany. You can't get these films. Yeah, because um, so, they're like, no one's going to buy it. No one's going to buy it. But you can get them in HD on iTunes. So if you want them on, in HD, that's what we did it. Go on iTunes, buy them that way. Um, but just don't, because it's not it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> but don't waste your money. <laughs> but I kind of like the director after seeing interviews with him. So I kind of like, you know, he needs some money. Bless him. Um, Bless his But he half. makes bad movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, next week we're going to go way back into satire. So next week, just a little preview. The original writer came back. Um, he felt Toby Hooper got to do his satirical version of a sequel. So he scrubs everything and does his satirical version of a sequel. Uh. It is most people's least favorite <laughs> in the entire series. Uh, but it, we're definitely talking about some character coming back in. Oh, offensive or not. Um, so we have that to look forward to. And I'll be up next Friday. Um, if you head on to iTunes and type in We Are Geeks, you can then subscribe to all of our horror channel podcasts, including Friday 13th, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Child's Play is coming up, we've done Daniel Boyle Retrospective, we've done Nightmare on Elm Street, a whole bunch, too many films. A whole lot of. Um, and we have our weekly podcast, Geeks, where we talk about games and movies every single Tuesday. Um, you Tuesday. can subscribe to all of it on <laughs> If you head over onto our website, We Are Tessellate, We Are Tessellate with two S's two L's that's a production company they publish all of this stuff we make movies feature films uh, from London Tokyo and LA which is where we are right now Bob J. Land we just made California our, <laughs> <laughs> first feature film called Starfish <laughs> and we talk about Starfish on our, on our podcast and on our just website Starfishes like the sea into the sea creatures. the sea creatures so many starfishes. you know <laughs> Um, I've been your host, Mr. Al White. You can look for me on all social medias and on your Xbox. Jester Maraconda, how can people interfere with you sexually? I T S R A D L E Y. And with chainsaws. And with chainsaws. Chainsaws. Ali, <laughs> how can people not people new in the bathroom? <laughs> Please don't peep at me in the bathroom. <laughs> um, I you can find me on Instagram as Ali Sue. Excellent. Excellent. That's where you can peep her. That's when you can peep me on my Instagram. There are hardly any photos of me. Have fun. Thank you guys for weathering this franchise with me. <laughs> I appreciate it. We'll see everyone next week uh, as we tackle the next generation with Randy Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. It's coming. I promised it. All right. And we're out. Geeks. Bye. Geeks. <laughs>